Hey, how you doing? This is Kevin McMahon, and I have really bad news for you. In a world that has not one, not two, but 45 million wrestling podcasts. That's the actual figure. I looked it up. 45 million podcasts exist exclusively recapping professional wrestling. Well, I have really bad news for you. You just got your 45th million and first wrestling podcast that you're going to want to listen to every single week. Why did I do it? I don't know. When will it come out? How frequently will it come out? I am not sure. What companies will you talk about, Kevin? I don't know. Will it keep happening? What platforms is it coming out on? I am not completely sure. But here's what I do know. I know that I love you for listening to this. I know that I am a professional wrestling fan. And I know that I love this sport, this business, the art form of professional wrestling. And I hope you love professional wrestling or maybe you like me. If you do, I really appreciate it. If not, I'm really sorry again. But I'd like to formally welcome you to my weekly, monthly, frequent podcast about professional wrestling. This is Mr. McMahon's Wrestling Minute. There's a ton of broadcasters out there that I know and love that recap wrestling every week. I listen to roughly six or seven wrestling podcasts a week that I love, that I can't live without. I have to have them. And I use those to help me form my opinion on the world of professional wrestling. And I will still do that. It helps me form my opinion. It helps me digest because there's so much professional wrestling coming out right now. It helps me digest and decide how I feel about a certain thing. And I let that be the way I lived my life when it came to being a wrestling fan for the most part because of, um, you know, the fact that there's so many. But there's been a few things recently that have come out uh, that I've had an opinion on that's been a little contrary to what everyone else is saying. Uh, and I'm not doing this to be like, this is where you're going to get every hot tick. I'm going to play the other side of the coin every single time because love dies and let's bury the body together. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying I think I can provide a unique opinion solely as a wrestling fan, as someone who would like to do a little broadcasting when it comes to wrestling. I am uh, available to do those kinds of things. I think I have a great voice and a great, a, great, uh, a great brain when it comes to wrestling. Maybe. I'm biased. I don't know. If you're available, you know where to find me. Uh, or if, if you're interested, I'm available. That's what I'm trying to say. But uh, this is just because I love wrestling. And if anything, this is a place where I can record my thoughts. Uh, so I can uh, keep track of, of what I'm thinking when it comes to wrestling. So I thank you so much for joining me. And I do have a few takeaways this week that I think um, are different than what most people are saying. And I have a, a, a unique opinion this week. Uh, and I'm going to bring that to you. It's a huge week for wrestling. We have all elite wrestlings all out. And then we have... NXT UK. I didn't know there was a New Japan show happening on Saturday as well. It's going to be a great Saturday to be a wrestling fan. It's going to be a big 
um, day at the McMahon household. Let's get in. I don't have a catchy name for it yet. If you have one, give it to me. I'm not sure who's, who all is going to be listening to this, but I appreciate you. Maybe it's just me and Ramon Washington who listen to this, but that's okay. I, I appreciate everybody. So let's get into my two takeaways this week. Um, McMahon's matchups. I don't know. We'll, we'll get into what uh what it's called let's get into my two takeaways quickly let's start with the first one the breaking news the not so breaking news the news that wrestling fans were upset to receive that john moxley dean ambrose will not be taking on kenny omega at all elite wrestling all out he was supposed to he got hurt and we wish him here, here at Mr. McMahon's Wrestling Minute, we wish him a speedy recovery and hope to see him soon. It sounds like we're going to see him soon. So that is the good news. It sounds like he's not out for that long, uh, which is really, really, really good news. And we're happy uh, that that's the case. Um, but All Elite Wrestling is going to start weekly on TNT on Wednesdays, as we all know. And they're going to run up against NXT, which will be interesting to see. But with that being said... They haven't gotten into their weekly TV episodes where they're going to tell stories that's going to help fans build a connection with the wrestlers, build the connections with the stories, and get excited to see matches. What, we, what we've been told to expect about All Elite Wrestling is the fact that it's going to be long storytelling. It's going to be uh, a new way of, of getting or a new take on the way you can lead into a wrestling match because... As much as I love WWE, and I will cover that on here as well, um, you know, it's getting played out a little bit just because it's been around for so long, and they're trying to fresh, freshen up some things, of course, with Heyman and Bischoff coming in, and uh, All Elite's going to do the same thing. So the fact that you're not into your weekly TV right now, I think that that helps you when you have a loss uh, of like John Moxley, you thought you were going to have this great match with Kenny Omega. And this actually puts one in the bank for you when you get to your next couple shows. I And this helps you. When you get on TV and Moxley's ready, you can go into this and we haven't seen it yet. So those first, first weeks of TV, you can run straight into it and jump right into that Kenny Omega um, storyline. And he, I'm being the elite this week. He gave one of the best pro. I think it's his best promo. I think you know he's the greatest wrestler living. I believe that. And you know sometimes his mic his mic skills um, are talked about, but he doesn't have to have great mic skills because he is uh, the best wrestler alive. Well, guess what? He does have great mic skills, and we saw those perfectly demonstrated perfectly showcased on this week's being the elite the youtube channel that helps promote a lot of the um storylines for all elite wrestling right now whether or not on tv and i thought he was tremendous he's he you know moxley is a little bit of a character that you can get behind right now he, he's, a, he's a sympathetic character because he's out and this was his chance to have his big first moment since leaving wwe uh in the united states after of course his debut at double or nothing and uh, he's not gonna have that chance right now at this is like i said uh, you know i was telling somebody off the air earlier we don't know if aew is gonna have a WrestleMania, if they're going to try to do a, a WrestleMania type thing where they go into a stadium right now, this is this is because of All In and the moment that was, and the year long, 
you know, we're, we're here a year later, or look what all has changed, and how important All Out is to AEW's legacy. This is their biggest show right now. This is their WrestleMania, and for Moxley to miss out on that, it is disappointing. But in the grand scheme of things, yes, you've had four, let's see, Fight for the Fallen, Fighter Fest, and Double or Nothing. So you've had three, you had, you know, three shows, I think it's your fourth show, you've had three shows and like two or three segments that have ended the show focused on the Kenny Omega, John Moxley feud. But guess what? Not that much storytelling has gone into it other than that. And that's not anyone's fault because they haven't had TV. So you have those built up moments. You have this promo, this, this, you know, this speech from Kenny Omega that's just going to help build and build and build this feud. And so I think that, that, AEW's in a great spot. It's unfortunate to lose John Moxley. This would have been a moment. This card's already stacked. This gives you something in your back pocket. This is going to help them out in the long run, especially when you get to your first week to TV. Now, the first, when we see Moxley and Omega touch further, we only saw him touch first at double or nothing. This is going to give you a slower burn on that Omega Moxley match. It's going to make you wait build anticipation up it's going to be perfect it's going to be exactly what they want to do so i think while it's unfortunate right now in the long run it may not be the worst thing in the world because it's going to help you build excitement and you're going to know you're going to look at there and go oh my gosh we still have so much more to look forward to we haven't even seen moxie and omega yet uh so i think that's actually going to benefit them and they have Pac coming in, aka Neville from WWE. So you're still getting Kenny Omega versus a former WWE star, which you wouldn't have thought that match would have happened five, ten, you know, or not ten, but you know, two or three years ago. If I told you that, uh, and you're getting that, and because you haven't, not to be Mr. Storyteller here, but because you haven't been on TV, if you want to throw together a match just to say these guys are going to have a five star match and that's the story, that's fine. That's fine because you haven't had. You know, if you if you were on TV for three weeks and then you said, okay, we haven't had these guys come together, but we're going to have a storyline with them, that would be – that's kind of the main issue people have. It's getting much better, I, I think, at WWE. But it's the main problem people have. We're, we're throwing together guys for matches because they're going to have great matches. I loved the Ricochet AJ uh, storyline. At first, it was like, we're throwing these guys together because they're going to have a great match. And that was the story. Now – at the end of it, it was great because the Good Brothers got involved and they said, "Listen, who's the, where's the AJ we know? Where's the killer? Where's the guy we knew that 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 had that killer instinct? That was the man. Where's he?" And then we saw a whole new style of AJ Styles, and pun intended. And then we got the uh, the OC, and we're ready to go. Um, you know, so just a little food for thought there. I think Pac is gonna Omega is gonna be great. Uh, there is a built-in storyline there with we didn't know if Pac was with AEW, what his status is. He's back. He's going to be nice and, and ticked off. And then you have Kenny Omega, the company man. But he, he's waiting for his first big moment in all elite wrestling. Is this the time? I think it's great. I think it writes itself. I think it's awesome. Uh, so that's going to be a great one on a great card already. I think the I think the well, well I'm gonna hold that thought. We'll get into AEW in a few minutes. Uh, it is McMahon, Mr. McMahon's wrestling minute, so I'll try to keep it brief. Uh, but it won't. Spoiler alert: as you know by now, this will not be a minute long show. Uh, I'm trying to keep it shorter. I'm trying to keep it on the down low. Uh, 
and we'll probably have this show be five hours. I'm just kidding. My second takeaway and my last takeaway this week is the unfair criticism that the Street Profits are getting on Monday Night Raw. Oh, they're getting stale. Oh, they're, they're, they're dumbing down the product. They're perfect. They're great. What do fans always say? I'm upset with WWE because my favorites have come from NXT and they don't know what to do with them. They know exactly what they're doing with the Street Profits. They're putting them in a great spot. Guess what they're doing? I'll make the argument they're not overexposing them because they're putting you on TV in a three-hour show for like five minutes. When you tally up all their time, they're getting five minutes a week on national television every week. That Now, that's not overexposure. It's really not. It's just giving them exposure. It's not overexposure. It's exposure. It's great. I think they... I, here's how I look at them. You got your commentators. You got Michael Cole and, and Corey Graves and Renee Young, who I, you know, I like. Um, and uh, they are worried about running a TV show. They're worried about getting through the broadcast. They're worried about giving the storylines. They're worried about giving you all the information you need to enjoy the match. Okay, the, in the typical WWE style, what the Street Profits do is they're your host. They're Bob Barker, okay? They're the fan. And they aren't labeled as the host, which makes it more uh, organic. Which, you know, because they're like, and here are your hosts, the Street Profits. Then it would get a little corny, maybe. I would still like it. But I think you could make the argument that that, that they could get a little corny. I have friends who indulge me and watch wrestling with me just because they they like my company. And they're like, "You're, you're into it, so I guess we'll watch it. This is perfect for them. We always talk about how sometimes there's matches on WrestleMania, there's matches on mainstream pay-per-views uh, that that WWE throws in things for the mainstream fam, fan, you know, not just for the hardcore wrestling fan. This is another moment where they're doing something for the mainstream. Think about turning on the TV. You see the Street Profits who are inherently cool. They just have this, this great presence on camera, and they say, hey, we love Rey Mysterio. He was going to retire this this week, and we don't want him to, Rey. They're, they're the fan. They're helping you. Hey, we love Becky Lynch. She's the man, and she's going to wrestle so-and-so, and we're rooting for Becky. Don't mess with Samoa Joe. He's a bad dude, and this guy was messing with him, and he's going to pay the price. They're, that's the kind of stuff they say. They're like, hey, we're having a tag team match. It's kind of complicated. Here are the rules. And by the way, we're a tag team who wrestles too, staring to the camera. Then go back to explaining the rules. They're perfect. They are the host of the show. They serve the same purpose as a PA announcer, as the ring announcer at a live event. They help set the stage for what's to come. Hey, folks, thanks so much for coming. Here's what we have tonight. You're going to see this person, this person, and this person in your main event. It's this, it, it, it's, it's, you know, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins in the steel cage, whatever. You know, that's what they do. They're setting the stage for the night. They're they're introducing themselves to the to the audience and they're getting you excited for the night and they're giving you the fans perspective. And they're not just giving you the white meat baby face, oh we're cheering for the, the baby faces. You know, they gave Samoa Joe some love who is the king of the if you Lil Yachty's the king of the teens uh, Samoa Joe's the king of the tweeners. This guy is in between being a good guy and a bad guy. Boy, does he walk that line. Uh, but it's been fun. I'm a, I'm a Joe guy, and I'm hoping his moment is coming soon. So those were my two takeaways. 
There is a ton of wrestling this week. There's a uh, all out. There is the New Japan show. I think it's called. Uh, I don't want to say. I think it's called Royal Quest, uh, which I didn't even know about. I heard about it uh, like an hour ago. I forgot. I remembered it was happening. Forgot it was happening. Remembered again. Uh, and I think the f- main event is Okada, who's tremendous, and my favorite wrestler alive right now, Minoru Suzuki. And so I'm definitely going to have to get my eyes on that. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, NXT UK is on, and I always want to keep an eye on that. I love Pete Dunne. I love Tyler Bate. I love Mustache Mountain. I want to keep an eye on those guys. Uh, I haven't gotten to see a ton of Walter, so I want to see what Walter's up to. But if Monoro Suzuki is fighting Okada, I'm going to have to take a look at that as well. So a lot of great wrestling on. As we wind down here, it is Mr. McMahon's Wrestling Minute. This is just the pilot. Uh, We'll see if you like it. I think Cody and Sean Spears is going to steal the show. I think just like a Quentin Tarantino movie, there will be blood. I think this is going to be a statement made by Cody Rhodes and, and, and Ty Dillinger, a.k.a. Sean Spears. And they decide, you know what? Mr. McMahon, not me, but Vince, wants to talk about how our competitor is doing blood and guts. Well, guess what? In Chicago, in the Sears Center, you're going to see blood and guts, brother. Um, It's going to be exciting. Uh, This week, I'm going to have a... where I highlight a wrestler. I'm going to call it my favorite wrestler of the week. My favorite wrestler of the week is Lucha Soros. If you haven't seen him, look him up. His t-shirts are tremendous. I need a Lucha Soros mask that I can wear around the house and I pretend that I am a grown man with long hair who is half luchador, half dinosaur. That's right. That's my guy. Luchasaurus, I think he's going to have a big weekend this weekend. I think Joey Janela is going to have another show-stopping weekend. And I think having it on a Saturday really sets the bar high. WWE, what are you going to do? The gauntlet has been thrown down. Thank you so much, folks. I call it the McMahon Minute. I want to try to keep it around this length. Maybe 30, maybe 40, maybe an hour some weeks, but I'll keep it here. And I don't know when it, when, when all it'll come out, but this is about when it'll, uh, you know, it's here when it's here. All right. I'm going to see if I can try to get tickets to uh, the AEW show in Charlotte. I'll see you later. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Mr. McMahon's Wrestling Minute. To quote Dolph Ziggler, later, Marks.